Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is George W. Bush, and you're listening to a pair of great Americans. I call them Hick and Slick. You probably know them better as a Jumbo and Barney. Uh, wait a second. Uh, uh, John Boy and Billy. It's on the big show. The end. I think the line is cock a doodle doo. Cock a doodle doo. Probably should. Never mind. Hey, good morning, Citizen Randy, with you, because the fat man isn't. Yeah, I know. It's like some bad episode of. Uh, what was that movie that, where you woke up to the same thing every day and sunny and shade? Oh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's like a bad version. Hey, good morning to you. We got a big hour lined up for you and a big show. Oh, yes, we're going to do a show because it must go on. Coming up this hour, we're going to drop a mic at the front desk while Phil McCracken fills in for Babs. We'll call over to Red Hot Talent Incorporated and see what's shaking with Murray and Seal. And we'll go through the mailbag and find something addressed to Ike Turner. 
But right now, we're going to kick things off with the not ready for drive time players on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Oh, a- action! Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode: Snow John. As our story, <clears throat> sorry, as our story opens, <laughs> Bill Clinton is relaxing at his home in upstate New York. Everybody loves somebody sometime. Everybody loves a big old cow. <laughs> Hello. Good morning, Daddy. Well, good morning to you, sweet cheeks. You know, I was just thinking a song about you. The Lane Bryant people sent me some new stuff they've been working on, and it's really hot. I can't wait for you to try it on. <laughs> Daddy, it's Chelsea, your daughter. Oh, hey, sweetie. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were someone else. So, uh, what's going on? I just called to check in. I don't think Mark and I are going to make it up to see you guys this weekend. Well, to tell you the truth, I don't blame you. TV says we might get another foot of snow by Saturday. I know. It's bad here, too. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uncle Al picked a heck of a decade to invent this global warming jazz. What a punch. <laughs> so, you're doing good? Oh, yeah. We closed the office for the rest of the week. I'm just sitting here in my underwear, chilling like a villain. <laughs> Word to your mother. <laughs> Run tell that. I got all the hip kids laying over. Uh, is mom there? Oh, yeah. She spent most of the morning looking through the kitchen window. You know, the wind's really starting to pick up. I guess I ought to unlock the door and let her in. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Come on in, honey. What are you doing out there so long? Hey, look. The snow and ice made the swelling in your ankles go down. <laughs> Tune in again next time when we'll hear crusty old Nancy Pelosi say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> Let's go back outside and sit in it for a while. Well, good uh, Wednesday morning to you. Citizen Randy with you on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Hey, so I walked out to the uh, lobby to get some coffee, and I walked past Phil McCracken. Phil's sitting up there and uh, getting ready to fill in for Babs. I said, how are you doing? See, that's the first mistake. Never, ever say, how's it going to Phil McCracken? Because he's going to tell you. So I barely made it back in time. Anyway, he just said, I'm feeling fat, very fat, over fat. So got that uh, clue set up for you, so... We'll drop a mic at the front desk and listen in as Phil McCracken fills in for our full-time receptionist, Babs. That's coming up next on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Good Wednesday morning, happy hump day, Citizen Randy, at your service. In case you're wondering why we have a microphone dropped at the front desk, well, originally it was put in for security purposes and not for creepy things like you're probably thinking it was. Okay, maybe a little bit for the creepy things, but not that, okay, it was creepy. But anyway, Phil McCracken is filling in for Babs. It's always fun to turn the mic on and listen in. Even though we only hear one side of the call, we can imagine the rest. So let's do that now on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. 
There's a big roll of fat on my waistline. There's a big roll of fat on my waistline. So much fat on my thigh that I just want to cry. I look like that Rosie O'Donnell guy. Oh, Lord, this miserable lockdown made me a miserable gay. I've got a sickening feeling. I weigh what a semi-truck weighs. Oh, give me a second. I got winded singing. That's not good. Whew. Oh, this pandemic has become a fat-demic. I got on the scales the other day and it said, to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, here she is. You're late, Miss Thing. We've got a lot to do. What? What's that? Yeah. Yes, I went to the doctor. Yes, I asked him if I should go on a diet. You know what he said? He said, no, you need to go on a try-it. <laughs> oh, no, Babs, it's hopeless. Do you know, the other day I got a ticket, unlawful assembly. That hurt. That hurt. I've even tried praying. Every night I kneel by my bedside and say, Dear Lord, if you can't make me skinny, please make my friends fat. <laughs> well, listen, I can bend your ear while we're running errands. You toddle off down the hall and powder your pretty, and I'll hold down Fort Hick. So, scooch your patoot. Go, go, gadget, bottle blonde. Be sure to go in the right room. Don't wee-wee in the prize closet. Here she goes in fishnet hose. And she's gone. Sigh. Bless her heart. You know the difference between Babs and a Panama Canal? The Panama Canal is a busy ditch. Oh. <laughs> Jump on the big show, Phil speaking. I'm gonna help you. I'm sorry. What security guards? Oh, those those guys on the roof with rifles. Oh, well, I thought that was just John Boy's friend dove hunting again. Wow, they are really serious about keeping visitors away, aren't they? Hey, will they get upset if I go outside and throw skeet in the air? Hello. Somebody's got no sense of humor. Jump with me. Big Show Philsping, I'm going to help you. <laughs> Who? Oh. Hello, ass. nerd. <laughs> what do you want? Can we have visitors? Why, of course. Oh, and you know what would really crack the guys up? When you get here, run down the sidewalk at them screaming. Ignore the guys on the roof. And hurry. <laughs> Now we wait. Double <laughs> big show, Phil speaking. I'm help you. Oh, Marcel, what's it like here? It's weird. It's kind of like a ghost town if it was haunted by the cast of Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that? Yes, I managed to squeeze through the door. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Told you right now, it's a good thing there isn't food all over the place. What's that? Did I find the Reese's Cups in Marcy's drawer? <laughs> no. Okay, yes. <laughs> but I only had one. <clears throat> Doesn't. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm so weak. I know, it's terrible. I went to dance class the other day and they gave me a G rope. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. 
I used to have a million dollar figure. Now it's all loose change. <laughs> Oops. Here comes the bomb blonde shell. I'll see you at home. And Marcel, dust. Here she is. You ready to go? Do you want to drive? What? I'm sorry? You took an Uber? Honey, where's your car? You sold it to get gas money. <laughs> oh, me head. Put BC powders on the shopping list. To the Mini Cooper! Carry on, straight people! <laughs> Casey Kasem, along with John Boy and Billy on The Big Show. And coming up, another oldie goldie. That's right, right after the news. I'm Casey Kasem. Wednesday morning, the big show is on the radio. Citizen Ready at your service. I gotta run into the mail room. I gotta dig around and see if I can't find a letter addressed to Ike Turner since he's standing by. But right now, we're gonna call over to Red Hot Town Incorporated. See what's shaking with Murray and Seal on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Hello, and thank you for calling Red Hot Town Incorporated. Uh, Please make your selection from the following menu items. Hmm? To book a client, press 1. If you are a client, press 2. To order a copy of our current catalog, press 3. Oh, right here. You have pressed 1. <laughs> if this is correct, press 1. If this is not correct, press 2. Oh, man. Um, why don't you just tell me which menu you have to press? Sale, <laughs> are you pretending to be the voicemail machine again? God it! Well, I guess you know. Hey! Oh, I'm sorry. Was that out loud? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was new and exciting in your life, Seal. Well, I had a birthday last Friday. Really? Well, happy birthday. Go ahead. I know you want to ask. No. Mama told me not to ask a woman how old she is. I'm 45. 45? No way. You can't be 45. Well, I'm not. Well, well why'd you say you were? To get you to say what you just said. <laughs> I'm changing my target reaction from, yeah, right, to, no way, you can't be 45. <laughs> I, I say, so how old are you really? Oh, no, I thought your mama told you not to ask women how old she is. <laughs> well, you brought it up. Jimbo, Jimbo, you just don't understand women. <laughs> I could have told you that. Uh, so did you get any good birthday presents? As a matter of fact, yes, and believe it or not, it came from Murray. Whoa. I told him I didn't care what he got me as long as it was something expensive and really hard to get. So what'd it get you? A flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like much fun. Are you kidding? It was great. I sold it on eBay, made enough to buy a big screen TV. <laughs> right, well, good work. Uh, so listen, is Murray in? Hold on, I'll ask him. Murray! Jimbo and Bobby on two! What? I can't hear you. What? Oh, three words. <laughs> First word sounds like scratch. No? Sounds like itch. Okay, uh, pitch, hitch, rich, witch, ditch, 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 ditch. Okay, second word sounds like nose. Uh, let's see, rose, hose, pose, toes, mm-hmm. those. 
Goes. Okay. 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 All right. Third word. Sounds like idiots. What? Oh, the third word is idiots. Okay, I got it. Ditch those idiots. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. No problem. Hello, Jimbo. Murray is out of the office right now. Got it out, Seal. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hey, Murray. Didn't take. You're gonna have to talk to him. Don't make that face. Right, please, he'll be right with you. Thank you. Hello, Jimbo. Love you. Mean it. Yeah, right. How come you're trying to duck our call? Sorry, babe. I'm kind of worn out. It's It's been a rough week around here because of, well, you know, the recent events. You don't mean you're bummed because of the election. No, not the election. Seal's birthday. <laughs> Why would you be bummed out about Seal's birthday? Are you serious? Jimbo. She sold my present on eBay. <laughs> when I heard that, I realized I made a terrible mistake. You should have put more thought into it. No, I should have held on to that flu shot. I had no idea they were selling for that kind of dough. I mean, Seal's got a big screen TV. Meanwhile, I'm still scraping along with this pitiful little 17-incher here in the office. Please. When I'm watching Uncle Wacky's cartoon funhouse, I can barely read it when they flash the wacky word of the day. <laughs> well, what goes around comes around. See, I don't even know what that means. Uh, never mind. So anyway, uh, let's talk about us for a sec. How many big money gigs have you got lined up for us? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Schmidley Squat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, babe. Love the chat. Got a scat. Wacky word of the daytime already? You know me too well. Phil, <laughs> come help me find my TV glasses, Miss 55-inch widescreen. I'm not bitter. You're bitter. <laughs> hey, babe, let's do the lunch thing later. Have your machine call my machine. Ugh. And remember... NASCAR murder, NASCAR murder, <laughs> back off of me, I'm gonna hurt ya. Where in the world did that come from? It's been stuck in my head since the last gong show you guys did. I thought I'd return the favor. Oh, thanks. Hey, babe, give my love to Bobby. That's Billy. Him too. And Jimbo? What? Call me. Wednesday morning, the big show is on the radio. Citizen Randy at your service while we wait for family problems to settle down. All right. Yeah, in case you haven't heard, John Boy's youngest son, that's Matthew, uh, one of our very favorite Isleys, by the way, has, um, well, he had to have heart surgery, then there were some complications, and then, well, he's still in the hospital, so we're still hoping and praying, and we hope you'll do the same for him. As he gets better, and he is getting a little better. So he's sitting up, occasionally taking a slight, small stroll. So all good progress. Your prayers are appreciated. All right, so anyway, who ain't got problems? Well, that's why we have Ike Turner. Yes, he's going to answer someone's problem now on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Now it's time to axe Ike. Uh... Patrick is home sick today. So I just want to say, hey, boy, you better not be using up all my TiVo space with them damn cartoons. You know I'm recording Springer. (laughs) But I regress. Yo! What's up? Welcome to X-Ike, the place to go for all the 411 you need. For all your, uh, 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 what you call, uh, Stratocaster National Relations Shrimpacies. 
I'm an aristocrat. <laughs> Dig this. Dear Ike, I have a dilemma I hope you can help me out with. Here is my situation. I am the bass player in a band, and to quote Mick Jagger, I can't get no satisfaction. That is to say, all the other dudes in the band have women crawling all over them, while I seem to be the invisible man. The singer, guitar player, even the keyboard player are all getting more than their fair share after the show, if you dig what I'm screaming. Trying to be hip. It's a white boy, you know it is. <laughs> On the other hand, I can't seem to get with any of the ladies and have them interested in making some sheet music with me. He didn't write it in there, but I'll say it. Get it? <laughs> I see Steven Tyler, Keith Richards, hell, even Kenny Cheesney getting all these fine-looking women just because they're musicians. What's the secret? What can I do to increase my odds of reaching a musical crescendo with some fan young groupie? Do you think the problem is with me or my instrument? Signed, frustrated Fender Man. Dear Fender, now, being a living musical legend, I have experienced this situation firsthand. I mean, I've seen it. I ain't never been through it personally because, well, damn, I'm Ike. <laughs> you see, Fender, when you become an entertainer of any kind, you got to get used to the, uh, 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 what you call, uh, vagarities of interpolating with the public at large. Yes. You can't please everybody, brother. For example, Here's a shocker. Do you know some people actually like Tina better than me? What is up with that, man? <laughs> it's all part of the music business, brother. But I got to say, your case is different for sure. I find it hard to believe that they ain't some nasty old skank Bernard at one of these dives you boys play at who wouldn't be willing to knock Nikes with you. But that's why Ike's here, to help you seduce the reason you can't get no fan club freaking dicky. Let me preach on it. <laughs> now, while it's true your problem might be caused by any number of things, my first guess has to do with the instrument you is playing. The bass. Yeah. It's a well-known fact that bass players uh, ain't the sharpest point on a porcupine. In my whole life, I ain't never met a bass player that didn't make Jessica Simpson look like Alfred Einstein. <laughs> bass players is stupid. That's it. I said it. I said it. And I don't care how good your band might sound. I'm telling you right now, the hoochies ain't going to throw themselves at the musician sitting in the corner drooling and rubbing crap in their head. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> or hell, Fender. It might just be a cold hard fact of life that you is plain old red dog ugly. <laughs> Or at least uglier than the other dudes in the band. I noticed you didn't include a press photo, and that's not a good sign. It's hard for a dude to score with the hoe when he got some sort of elephant man thing going on, you dig? Or maybe you got no personality. Because if you're stupid, no personality can't be a fair piece off. Let a personality go a long way, my brother. That sure make up for that whole being ugly thing. Personality is powerful. So powerful, it can even cover up ugly, stupid, and rattlesnake mean on top of it. Wow. Don't believe me? You ever hear of Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> then there is the distinct possibility that you is too damn picky. You better get over there. 
If your hormonal edulitations don't drive you to dispeparate measures, throw back a few cocktails, man. You forget all about that one eyebrow, them missing teeth, and that belly hair. She'll go from dog to diva in 6.3 cocktails. You're already practically begging for it, and beggars can't be choosers, especially if they are stupid and ugly with no personality. The other thing I can think of ain't gonna make you happy neither. Now them nasty hoe beasts that stalkerate bands like yours have the uncannery ability to sniff out a fruit loop, you dig? No, 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 not casting aspirins on nobody. I'm just saying maybe they know something you don't know, bro. Uh, if you get a little twitchy opening that can of Vienius, <laughs> you don't need no blowtorch to heat them up. You got a little flame of thing already working for you. So if this is the case, stick the toe of your own boot right in the crack of your own ass, and you can do it. You know how flexible homos are. <laughs> this is Ike. Peace out. If you want to ask Ike, mail to John Boy and Billy, P.O. Box 7663, Charlotte, N.C., 28241. Get it? <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. Hey folks, John Madden here, and you're listening to John Boy and Billy. It used to be a little show, and then it got to be the medium-sized show, and then it got to be the medium to big show, and now, boom, it's the big show.
Good Wednesday morning. The Big Show is on the radio. Citizen Radio guest hosting for you today. And thanks for putting up with me and not being mean to me like my normal co-workers are. Coming up this hour, we're going to visit with Carl Childers. Oh, you think you know the story of The Wizard of Oz, but you don't know it the way Carl knows it. Also, Oliver is going to talk to us about the word hell. All right, that ought to be fun. Also, Mad Max is going to go off on the employee of the month. I think this has to do with the parking allocation. But right now, we're going to get amazed with an introduction from pre-recorded John Boy leading into, of course, Tarmac the Magnificent on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for our visitor from the east side of Charlotte, the all-seeing, all-knowing, and chief investor in the campaign to bring the NBA to Shelby, Tarmac the Magnificent. No, thank you. No, <laughs> really. No. Tarmac, I hold in my hands the envelopes. As a child of four, I can plainly see these envelopes are hermetically sealed, mm-hmm. and they were kept in a mayonnaise jar on the front steps of Bob Walton's new Kinder Care franchise, so <laughs> no one has seen the contents of these envelopes. I guess not. But of course, you and your mystical and semi-divine way will ascertain the answers to these questions. Having never foreseen the questions, are you ready? I think so. <laughs> okay. Envelope number one. Tarmac require absolute silence. You got it, babe. You're going to hear a whisper from me. While Not divining, another word. While divining the answers. Not even a syllable from this boy. Number one there. Number one. Chicken McNuggets Shanghai. Chicken McNuggets Shanghai. What do you call paying $3 for six chicken McNuggets? <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Envelope number two. Zeppo Marks. Zeppo Marks. What do you get when you get something caught in your Zeppo? <laughs> okay. Rolling. Envelope number three. Indy 500. Indy 500. Who's the highest paid hooker in Indianapolis? <laughs> okay. I hold in my hands the final envelope. <laughs> yes. Hmm. May a city of Charlotte construction crew put a 54-inch water pipeline through your sister. (laughs) Number four. Number four. Mrs. Paul's fish sticks, Tyson chicken chunks, and herpes simplex (laughs) 2. Mrs. Paul's fish sticks, Tyson chicken chunks, and herpes simplex 2. Name three things you can pick up at Kroger on singles night. (laughs) Thank you, Tarmac. Thank you. No, thank you. Good Wednesday morning. The Big Show is on the radio. And coming up next, we're going to get, well, a slightly skewed version of The Wizard of Oz. Because Carl Childers and his co-inhabitants from the Nervous Hospital watched it, and he's got a report. It's up next on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. Good Wednesday morning. The Big Show is on the radio. Citizen Randy with you. And, well, they had movie night over at the Nervous Hospital. It was the Wizard of Oz. Kind of freaked them all out. Well, here to tell us his own interpretation of said movie, our very own Carl Childers on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. And now, it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. 
I used to play this movie up the nervous hospital every year by name of Wizard of Oz. Mm. I reckon I can tell you about it if you want me to. <laughs> There's this little girl there named Dorothy. She lived out there in this place called Kansas where it was all brown looking all the time. She stayed out in that little house with her Annie M and Uncle Henry and these three funny fellers. Not funny ha-ha, funny queer. <laughs> well, sir, this Dorothy got her a little dog named Toto. Took to digging up this mean woman's flyer bed all the time. Them flyers must have been pretty special because that mean woman gets it in her head that that little Toto ought to be put down. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm a dog lover. <laughs> My Dorothy grabbed up that little dog. She runned off Summers. They met this old fella cooking hot dogs. He looked in this big glass ball he had there and told Dorothy that her Annie was a dying. Mm. About then, this old big tornado blowed up. Some folks call it a twister, I call it a tornado. <laughs> this tornado blowed up and she run home with that little dog. Just in time for that farmhouse there to get sucked up into that tornado. I can't figure out why folks are so scared of tornadoes. Dorothy looked out the window there, and folks is riding bikes and rocking in chairs and rowing boats and having all sorts of big time. <laughs> well, sir, that fine that house there finally landed someplace where things was in color, <laughs> and it is plum run over with these little critters called munchkins. <laughs> Dorothy there, she weren't no bigger than a squirrel. These munchkins ain't even smaller than she was. They're near mouse size, I reckon. I like the way they talk. <laughs> Especially when them little sucker fellers did that dance. <laughs> These munching critters was all giddy that Dorothy's house squashed some old witch had been causing trouble in the area there. They so happy they even made up a song about it. That seemed kind of cruel to me. <laughs> them munchkins was having a ball, right in the middle of all the singing and dancing. This green witch showed up a yelling, What'd you kill my sister for? What'd you kill my sister for? <laughs> it weren't funny to her. <laughs> Seems that her sister was the one that got squashed by that house there. All she wanted was her sister's red shoes. And along come this pretty woman in a wedding dress floating up in this big old soap bubble. <laughs> she gave him red shoes to Dorothy, saying that they's magic. That green witch, yes sir, she's so hot, she disappeared in a big ball of fire. Then Munchkin started singing and dancing again. They did that a lot. <laughs> they sent Dorothy down some yellow street there to meet up with this wizard feller over in Oz so he could get her home. Along the way, she met up with this straw feller and a metal feller, and some old sissy cat feller. <laughs> Seems like they's all pretty much a sorry bunch. Couldn't do nothing for themselves. They's all headed to Oz and beg that wizard for something or other. That wizard weren't no more than a big old head. Kinda like Mr. Spanky's. <laughs> I reckon that wizard was studying on doing some house cleaning because he said he'd help them out if they'd bring him that witch's broom. I reckon brooms is probably hard to come by in Oz there. So Dorothy and them, it took off after that witch. 
but she seen him coming. Turned loose some monkeys on him. Mm. These there weren't regular monkeys. They had wings like birds. <laughs> they swooped down on them folks, put a hurt on them, but good. Except for Dorothy and that little dog there. Them monkeys toted them on back to the witch's castle. Some folks calls it a palace, I call it a castle. <laughs> well, sir, that straw feller and that metal feller and that old sissy cat feller, they finally pulled themselves together, set off to rescue Dorothy and Toto, snuck up on the castle there and whooped the tar out of these three soldier fellers and stole their clothes. Mm. I think them soldiers liked them a cookie or two. He's always singing about Oreos and whatnot. <laughs> well, sir, them boys, they found that Dorothy. While they was making their getaway there, Dorothy throwed a bucket of water on that witch. She plumb melted like a popsicle on a hot day. Mm. Dorothy felt bad, I reckon. But I don't think them soldiers are too upset about it. They just laughed and laughed. Gave Dorothy that broom, but the wizard was a hankering for her. She took it on back to him. Some feller hiding behind a shower curtain started handing out prizes. <laughs> she gave that straw feller a piece of paper and a clock to that metal feller and a big old medallion to that cat man. That feller's gonna take Dorothy back to that brown looking place she wanted to go to in this big hair balloon, but she plumb missed it. She commenced to blubber and something terrible. And that soap bubble girl come back and told her all she had to do to go home was to knock her feet together while she's wearing them red shoes that dead witch was wearing. I reckon she got pretty hot about hearing that. If she'd have heard that back in Munchkin Town there, she wouldn't have had to walk all that way to Oz and get toted off by flying monkeys and whatnot. So she popped that soap bubble, punched that pretty girl in the eye, and she knocked her feet together and went home. She woke up in that place where everything is brown with her aunt and uncle and that hot dog feller and them three homosexual farmhands. Before she could get back to her senses, that main woman come back, grabbed that little dog, killed it. Moral of the story, they ain't no place like home. But at least them munchkins won't kill your dog. <laughs> Storytime is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product. Chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. Is you a munchkin, little fella? <laughs> John Boy, please, this is neither the time nor the place. Wednesday morning, the big show is on the radio, Citizen Randy, at your service, and I, I guess I could do some really big, complicated introduction for this, but instead I'll just go, 
And now here's something we hope you'll really like. And that is time for Oliver. Have you got a second? I know you're on a tight budget. (laughs) Well, well, well. Have you ever noticed that more and more people compare everything to hell? Hmm. Marriage is hell. Taxes are hell. Going to the dentist is hell. The country's going to hell. Shaving John Boy's back is hell. (laughs) The most popular one I hear over and over again, work is hell. Really? Well, I don't know about you, but based on my experiences, hell might be a step up from work. Let me preach on it. In hell, your coffee stays hot all day long. In hell, you never have to look very far to find the legal department. In hell, you always know who ate all your Girl Scout cookies. Satan. In hell, it's easy to score because all the women are the office skank. Oh, wait, that's pretty much the same here. At work, the summer humidity is stifling. In hell, it's a dry heat. In hell, there are no damn Ziggy cartoons on the break room refrigerator. Because there's no refrigerator. In hell, you get to spend more time with your spouse now. <laughs> I didn't mean that about you, honey. <laughs> this one's for John Boy. In hell, the smell of sulfur and brimstone lets you cut the cheese without embarrassment. <laughs> In hell, you no longer have to wonder if the boss hates you. <laughs> Riding to work in hell in a handbasket sure beats the bus. In hell, twittering pictures of your junk to underage girls lets you keep your job with a paid leave of absence. Wait, there's no difference there either. In hell, there's no fighting over the thermostat. Your office, one stale donut every Friday. In hell... Osama Bin Laden in the Molten Lava Dunk Tank. Your office? One stinking bathroom constantly occupied by the constipated staff octogenarian. In hell, a level playing field. No toilets. Your office? Suit and tie. In hell... Bare-ass naked, pitchforks, and attitude, baby. Hanson's Hanson's already dressed for the trip. In hell, you get a chauffeur-driven limousine to work. But your chauffeur is Teddy Kennedy. In hell, no buzz-killing weekly updates from the products for good guys. In hell, ferocious reptilian demons appreciate a good dirty joke without threatening a sexual harassment complaint like your office prude does. Jackie. In hell, you can make popcorn without leaving your cubicle. In hell, you never have to worry about the boss whining he's out of wah-wah. 
not for anybody in the room particularly. <laughs> and finally, at work, you have to wait your turn to pet the boss's dog. In hell, the boss's dog has three heads, no waiting. <laughs> there, I hope that makes you feel better. And if not, I'll go to hell. <laughs> Thank you. Wednesday morning, the big show is on the radio. Citizen Randy, at your service. Ever been employee of the month? Mm, it's not all it's wrapped up to be. Yeah. Oh, they tell you congratulations to your face. Oh, yeah. Soon as you walk away, they call your names like brown noser, butt kisser, boss's little boyfriend, things like that. Oh, I've heard them all. You've probably heard them too, other employee of the months. But did you know Mad Max? Well, (sighs) he's had enough of all of us. And here he is on the John Boy and Billy Big Show. John Boy and Billy. Mad Max here. Morning, Max. How's it going? Well, let's see. I'm (laughs) 60 years old. I'm straight. I'm white. I'm Southern. Mm. I'm a small businessman doing his best to make payroll every month. Mm. I got a prostate the size of a cantaloupe. Okay. My cholesterol is higher than my credit score. Right. And P. Diddy and Colin Kaepernick are getting ready to buy my favorite football team. <laughs> How do you think it's going? <laughs> and if all that ain't bad enough, my truck got tore up the other day in the Walmart parking lot. Oh. I got hit by some no-driving big girl backing out of a parking space without looking. Mm. And it was the employee of the month space. I see why they didn't give her safe driver of the month award. (laughs) And then I had to deal with the insurance company. Now, there's a fun way to waste half the day. (laughs) Insurance man is the guy who rents you an umbrella and wants to take it back as soon as it starts raining. (laughs) It always takes two weeks to get your car fixed because they got to order some special fender clip from North North Korea, <laughs> and they never want to give you a loaner car. Uh, My insurance guy put me in something called the Chevrolet Spark. Uh, Looks like a Tupperware container with wheels on it. <laughs> or as a guy from Motor Trend put it, my big old <laughs> Now, if you're not familiar with this automotive marvel, the Chevy Spark is a fuel-efficient five-seater with a whopping 98 horsepower. Mm. I'll say that again. 98. <laughs> Eight horsepower. Oh. It's basically a mobility scooter with a windshield. <laughs> I think that's why it's got a high safety rating. You can't kill yourself by running into something because it won't go that fast. <laughs> but enough about the car. Uh, Let's talk about why the wreck happened. Uh, and by that I mean the employee of the month parking space. Uh, Help me out here. Why does the employee of the month have a spot right by the front door in the first place? 
shouldn't the employee of the month be the first one in the parking lot in the morning? Seems like they could get any space they want. <laughs> if you're such a go-getter, why don't you go get a spot further back and let a man in there that wants to spend some money? <laughs> and is it me or are all the stores starting to make up their own reserve parking spaces lately? There's a high-dollar grocery store near my house that comes up with a new one every two weeks. First, they had handicapped. Nothing wrong with that. Plus, it's a law. So then they put in expectant mother spaces. Well, I reckon it's hard to argue with that one, too. But then they came up with one called Parents with Children. Now, is there any other kind? <laughs> What's next? Parents trapped in a loveless marriage? <laughs> Couples only staying together till the kids are grown? It's like somebody's whole sad life story being played out right there in front of the grocery store. Every five years, you just move over to the next space. From fathers uncomfortably distant from their sons to looks like the wife's going to get the house. Please! <laughs> I notice they don't seem to have a special space for me. How about a little overextended small business owner parking? <laughs> or old fat white guy that pays estimated taxes so nerve-wracking millennials can get free health insurance <laughs> on somebody else's nickel parking? Where's my parking space? <laughs> and if you think I sound like the cranky old guy at the Waffle House... You try going from a F-150 to a Chevy Spark for two weeks and see how you like it. Bottom line, when you're bagging up in a parking lot, use your mirrors, leave the special reserve spaces for handicapped people, sit down, shut up, and quit running my life. John Boyd, y'all have a nice day. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.